Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Side. Yeah, he was stabbing you with a pen. Yeah. Dustin's children <sighs> stab Dustin with pens. I'm not sure what that means, except they take away the pens, Dustin. Don't, don't leave them sharp objects. If I had to take away everything that these children had tried to stab me with, there would be nothing left in the downstairs. My room would be full of things. That's probably where I'll actually start this podcast, is where you say, if I take away... <laughs> <laughs> everything yeah, happened to the... Harley Quinn's little, little mallet yeah. up there. <laughs> Uh, oh, well. So, hi folks, I'm Tim. Uh, and I'm Dustin. And this is Apocalypse Now. Welcome to our second show of 2018. Yes. And the third episode of Residue, the third and final episode of right. Residue, uh, the 2015 Netflix, and it wasn't, we kept saying BBC last week, it's not a BBC show. Really? No, it was originally, the production company actually put it out as a film. It actually played in a short run in theaters, and Netflix p- picked it up. Broken into episodes. Oh, really? And uh, this is, you know, put it on, on Netflix, uh, UK and US. So the I'm really kind of curious what would happen if we watched it, how it would feel if we watched it all back to back instead of episodic. Because mm-hmm. there's a rhythm these to these things, and you can see it sometimes when you'll see like a film, something that came out as a film... And then it ends up as being episodes, or something that was episodes of TV, and then it's released as a feature film. Mm-hmm. And the rhythm is weird. So, but this has got. I such... didn't notice that. I did. We did talk a little bit about the rhythm being off on this before. Yeah. But we thought. I thought that was a stylistic choice because the show well, was it, so crazy. It may have been because it depends on. It, what I couldn't see was whether or not they intended it to be a series from Go, or intended it to be a feature from Go, and so they may have actually set it so that it could play either way, mm-hmm. and that resulted in the in the kind of the curious pacing. But in any event. Um, we kept saying BBC last week. It's not a BBC show. No. Uh, it's a Netflix UK, and then Netflix broader, I guess. So, anyway, um, we watched this episode tonight, and it is mm. the final episode of the show. And there was talk. I saw that there being like a ten episode series coming out of this, but that talk was after this aired originally, and it's been two years. Mm-hmm. So, um, and may not can, be one when you consider like. In that two years, both the ma- the male and female lead of the show both went on to be on Game of Thrones. Right. And uh, the terrible Inhuman show. She didn't. He did. Right, yeah. Well, luckily, it was a terrible Inhuman show and it's not coming back. <laughs> He's free! I didn't see it. <laughs> uh, I watched enough of the first episode to sit there and say, the dog's cool and I don't need to watch this show anymore. It, the effects were terrible. And the story was bland. And that's mm-hmm. unfortunate. Um, because the Inhumans has got a rich comics right. legacy. But if you don't do it right, it's it, you, if you're trying to make it your X-Men, Marvel... Well, now they don't have to do that. That's, they don't have to do that anymore. So, uh, yeah. But anyways, ten, ten episodes, supposedly. And who knows, they could still bring it back. But uh, probably, not. probably not at this point. Um, but at the same time, we, as, we, as we finished watching the episode tonight, I looked over and I said, well... It's got an ending. <laughs> it, 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 that, indeed, it did end. 
Um, there was an ending. Because we talked about this last week, as many mysteries and threads as were being held up in the air in the first two episodes, they had a lot of ground to cover in this mm-hmm. final episode. And they cover a lot of it. And yet there are just as many questions left. Answers are not forthcoming in this show. No. And they weren't honestly forthcoming from the beginning. I was thinking back that this whole show has never had a here are the answers mentality. It's I'm looking for answers. Mm-hmm. But there's never been a oh, and here's an answer. Right. <laughs> so uh, interesting stuff. I mean, I'm I'm not sure how much it works in that regard. I didn't I didn't dislike the ending, but it feel maybe but I kind of wanted the answers. Right. So, I mean, you could see how if they meant if they meant it to be a, a to some degree a pilot. Well, it, yeah, I I agree. If it had been like a pilot situation or or like you know, a black mirror style anthology mm-hmm. where just, you know, it's too bad this it's not going to happen. Nothing. We're all done. Somebody reminded me uh, that the Battlestar Galactica pilot, mm-hmm. you know, the the original for the for the reboot show that was on Sci Fi Channel, you know, the mini series was the pilot for the show. Mm-hmm. And if you get to the end of that mini series, it's got a very downer ending. Humanity is basically, you it's, know, yeah, screwed at that point. It's the ragtag fleet searching for that shining, you know, mystical planet Earth thing, and this has that same sort of vibe is that it takes you to a certain point in the story and then mm-hmm. stops and then if they admit if this works as an ending right it's a downer ending spoiler alert major spoiler right off the bat folks it's not a happy ending yeah uh but it also is the kind of thing where if you were to pick it up as a series you could usually you have quite a few different places you could pick it up from mm-hmm. you have multiple characters you could pick up that story from uh, and if you only had some of those actors, you know, even if you only had one or two of the of the original cast, you could still tell the story and yeah. loop back around. So, interesting stuff. Um, basic, basically, as we left off last week, Jonas, who works for the Home Office, right, and the boyfriend of Jennifer, yes, has gone into the underground and up into the quarantine zone. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, he and Jennifer had had a fight. Yeah. Because she's freaking out about all of this, and he wasn't taking her seriously enough, and then he was, but they weren't communicating at that point. Right. And so she doesn't know what happened to him, and she's understandably upset. Um, the police officer, I just drew a blank on his name. Uh, I don't remember either. But he... Um, he had roughed up a, th- a, a, a low-level... Low-level gangster to get some info in the David Lynch portion of our program. Yes, and the the low-level crook's boss is not happy about this, mm-hmm. and so he's got some issues there. Um, but the conflicts between the detective and his people, uh, especially there's another detective who seems to he's got an antagonistic relationship. Which really blows over tonight yeah. into into how antagonistic that relationship turns out to be, and then we, of course we have the various shadowy people in the background. We have these government agents or these government figures who know more than they're telling, and the whole thing revolves, of course, around this 
explosion on New Year's Eve and this quarantine zone and the answers that are not being given to the public. Right. And basically, this entire episode is how these three people and the you know the assorted villains of the piece all try and get into the quarantine zone to get answers with varying degrees of success right. and varying degrees of success. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, some of them get in and it's not exactly successful. Right. Jonas gets in first. Yeah, and and the we talked about last week the the aesthetic of the show, the fact that it's beautifully shot. Yeah, and it's got this real this real vibe and and cinematic feel, and all of this stuff with Jonas tonight was like that. Right. Um, basically, he gets into this gorgeous building mm-hmm. with all these great stairs and. Walking. Oh yeah, and there's like all the streets are lined with like phosphorescent lamps, and like it's. Quiet and empty and beautiful and strange. And yeah, and it sort of it really hit me tonight that one of the effective ways we we, we talked about how this this they do a really good job of making the city feel deserted. And some of that is sound design, mm-hmm. and that there's still sound and some of it's music, but it's not always just half the music in this show is just tones. It's like da mm-hmm. da, you know, it's almost a very almost a nineteen eighties. Uh, Vangelis yeah. kind of thing occasionally, but so much of that is the sound is muted when you're looking at the cityscapes, and that really kind of gives you that feeling. The sounds you expect to hear. I mean, you live there's a there's a couple of fairly busy streets, and downtown is right over there. Yeah. I live on a busy street, um, and we just live. You know, there's enough noise, just background noise, so you get used to the sounds of the city. Mm-hmm. And there's so much of that that's absent in this show, in the city scenes. Well, we talked about this last week about how, you know, they must have filmed this at like 3 o'clock in the morning to yeah. get some of these completely empty streets that they got. Yeah, it's it's a very effective way. And this, and even more so when you're inside the, the quarantine zone, because you're looking at, you know, these blocks that are wrapped in plastic. Yeah. All these buildings have essentially been uh, sh- shrink-wrapped, essentially. And so he's making his way through this uh, with a flashlight and, you know, you see motion in the distance. Mm-hmm. And a figure will go across a corridor, you know, 100 feet from him. or It's all very... It's got that yeah. that haunted house kind of feel. And yet it's very brightly lit in places because the, there's some all these... The, the quarantine zone is lit up with all these different spotlights mm-hmm. and fluorescent lights. And uh, so it's got this this very interest. I, I could see, you know, I could see this playing off on a, on a big screen mm-hmm. and having that real kind of uh, horror film yeah. vibe. I don't know if I could watch it on a big screen. I don't know if I could watch could have watched this as a movie. Yeah. I probably would have not enjoyed it in terms of the pacing yeah yeah but so anyway jonas gets into the city and he ends up in this opera house and and while he's kind of sneak snooping around thinking he's being all stealthy his boss is like outside like getting calls from the shadowy government organization going your dude is in the quarantine zone we have camera footage of him and they like send guys in to get him but then the Shadow creatures show up, and all of the military men kill each other. And we get our first... We, we see our shadow creatures the, 
I guess, quote-unquote, the clearest we've seen mm -hmm. them twice here. We right. see them here, and we see them in kind of a... Uh, well, three times. We see them in the dream sequence that uh -huh. Jennifer has, and then we see them... We see them one with her again, which we'll talk about later. Right. But the things come out, and they... They're bigger than a man, and they're swirly, and they've got this humanoid-esque mm -hmm. tentacle wisp thing going on. And they start, they go into the people, and they turn them into, you know, yeah. killers, essentially. And these killers happen to have, you know, firearms. Right. And so they start mowing down all their people. And, you know, it's a, it's this beautiful uh, uh, performance space. It's like mm -hmm. an opera house kind of thing and Jonas is on the stage going stop shooting at each other stop shooting <laughs> and they shoot him and yeah. it's a it's a random shot it looks like it it's not like anyone it doesn't appear that anyone is specifically yeah. aiming at him but he goes down and it's like oh well oops and um, he's got you know shot in the in the chest and there's blood everywhere meanwhile the cop Levi he like saves Jennifer because she like goes barreling into the police station saying that Jonas is missing and nobody wants to help her and and uh, so he like gets her out and then later she calls him and asks her to meet asks her they arrange to meet <laughs> at this uh, like little ramen shop and she's trying to be like look if we want answers we have to go into the quarantine zone I think that's where Jonas went oh she knows it's where Jonas oh. went because the the um Oh, Bucky, for heaven's sakes. Uh, Willie, G, Willie G comes by and says, we have to talk about your boyfriend. Yeah. And so she knows he's in the quarantine zone. And she's like, we have to go in there. We have to go in there. We, You want answers? we got to have answers. And you got to come in there with me. And just about the time uh, she looks like she might have him convinced, all of a sudden he goes, take my gun and do listen to me for the first time ever <laughs> in the time we've known each other and get out of here. And... Uh, and so she takes his gun and goes, uh, just as the police sergeant shows up. And this is the, this is the police sergeant who Levi does not get along with. Right. They butted heads since the beginning of the series. And uh, this guy we've seen earlier, um, the low-level criminal who the Levi had, had was trying to get information from, his boss shows up at the club, and it's like, basically, you know... It's a shame what's going to about to happen to you. What's about to happen to me? Oh, you know. And <laughs> then the, be ventilated. the sergeant, the police you know, sergeant shows up and he stabs the guy. Yeah. And so clearly he's on the villain's payroll here. Right. Uh, you know, he's obviously, he's a, we didn't think, you know, we didn't have any complete indications that he was a corrupt cop before. We just, he was unpleasant. Yeah. And now it's like, no, he's, yeah, he's bought and paid for so, by the So, so then the, he shows up and he's like, you were here to arrest you for the murder of this guy and he, he was stabbed with a knife uh, with your fingerprints on it and he, Jonas is just like well crap I guess we're going <laughs> well Levi actually tries to resist for a minute yeah and is it Levi it's or Levi Jonas? I yeah. said Jonas yeah, yeah that's right so the and the, the other guy pulls a gun on him and he's like do you think I care and he's like and he looks over and he can see Jennifer watching this and he goes yeah I kind of think you do mm -hmm. and Levi's like Curses! I don't really want to die. Yeah. Fine, arrest me, and uh, and that's that's the end of Levi's story. In yeah, See, he they just ends up being arrested later. Later, somebody tells Jennifer that he got arrested. That's it. Yeah, and when the uh, 
the shadowy government figures basically have are looking at him kind of like a piece they have to take off the chessboard. Mm-hmm. And but they're also not happy about the fact that he was framed for murder. There's it's really hard to get a sense of the government villains in this because they're what they're doing it doesn't seem to be particularly good, but they also don't seem to be particularly malevolent in yeah. the sense that it's we again it comes down to answers we don't get right. So Jennifer gets into uh, uh, Willie takes her into into the underground and and he's like, "You sure this is a good idea?" And she's like, yeah, "It doesn't matter. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, Here, yeah. have some money. Shut up and take shut up and take my money." Oh, before she does that, she puts all of her findings, everything that she's figured out, on the internet. Right. Like that, there are these shadow creatures, and that maybe the government is involved, and that people are disappearing, and all that stuff. She puts it all on the internet. Right. And. Then she goes into the quarantine zone and uh, is wandering around on the streets. And, oh, first she has a dream. In oh, her yeah. dream, the shadow creature, like, comes out of the goopy hole in her ceiling. Which, I'm going to be frank, after that second episode when she looked and she saw that goopy hole, I would have been like, I'm out of here. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's directly above the bed. Right. And admittedly, from ground level, it could just be mold, right. right? And but at the same time, she keeps seeing these recurring stains everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would have been going, um, perhaps I'm not going to sleep underneath the yeah. thing. <laughs> we'll go sleep on the couch for a little while. But it's also a really chilling thing because the angle is, you know, she's lying on the bed and this thing is is coming out, and the the camera rotates, so you're, everything's vertical, mm-hmm. and you're watching it reach across, and it's actually a really kind of cool effect. Um, but she wakes up from that dream, and she's like, "Oh my goodness!" Well, when when Willie is leading her in there, she goes, "You've seen this stuff, haven't you?" Mm-hmm. And he says, "Yeah." And it's a real quick line. She goes, "What do you think? What what are they?" And he goes, "You know that bit from Peter Pan mm-hmm. when they talk about his shadow," and that's it. That's where it stops. That conversation ends right there. That seems like a piece of something bigger yeah. somehow. But uh, anyway, she gets in there, and <laughs> you looked over and like, is she going to use her like magic woman powers? Yeah, to find <laughs> him immediately. <laughs> like the first place Jonas would go is to really, you know, uh, is the opera house. That's where he goes. That's where he's going immediately. But no, she sees another one of the shadow creatures. And we see this one really, really well. This one convalesces into like a human shape, like yeah, a face and everything. Right up in her face, because she's got an old gas mask as well. Um, Jonas took his off when he saw that the soldiers didn't have them. The, the some of the soldiers were wearing them. But they were part of their own own military right. here. But yeah, he basically pulled his off. Well, she's still got this on. And let me just say, I pointed this out during the. This is obviously a British show. If this was an American show. They'd be wearing the full open yeah. face so you could see the actors that we paid for. Mm-hmm. We could see their faces. Here it's like, those are their eyes, and that's all. And You just have to yeah, zoom. That's what we're talking about. Trust but also, they still have that really terrible... I don't know. Somebody needs to have word with Hollywood costume designers on this score. Or directors who make them do it. Because lights inside... A mask mm-hmm. just mean you can't see because the lights are shining into your eyes. Right. So, it, but it does mean it does mean you can see the actor's eyes. So you can know that those those actors inside the right. masks. You know, it's a thing that happens. Uh, but anyway, 
um, this thing is like right up in her face, and she is freaking out. Yeah. And then she turns around, and Newt's standing there. <laughs> and she looks just like Newt. She's like dirty little moppet. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, hi, don't put your gun at me. You don't need your gas mask. Come with me. I'm taking you to your boyfriend. <laughs> and Jennifer's like, hello? Uh, <laughs> What's going on? And it turns out these folks stayed inside the quarantine zone. And they thought that they could do that. They thought mm-hmm. they could stand there. But something is hunting them. And the implication is it's not just the military guys who are coming from them. Yeah. It's what else, the other things that are in there as well. But again, so much is happening here. You don't have time for these people to have yeah. these conversations. Because they take her back to their... Well, she's like... She's like, are there more people? And and she's like, yeah, right there. And mm-hmm. she's like, there's like just five people. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> and there's probably, I think, probably a dozen of these folks that we see over all the course yeah. of the... But they've gotten... Uh, they've found uh, Jonas, and, and he's like, I believe you now, because, you know, I, things. I'm here, and there's all these people, and I saw the shadows, and I've been shot! And, uh, so... so Honey, let's not fight again. <laughs> so, uh, Jennifer's like, we have to get out of here. If we can get out of the quarantine zone, you guys are the proof that something horrible is happening. Yeah, like, and that you're not contaminated. That this yeah. is not, you know... And if we just get out, and, and people can see that, then... They can't keep the secret anymore. Right. Which is a great idea mm-hmm. that seems awfully naive. Right. In this day and age. Yeah. So the military shows up and there's a chase and they all get out of quarantine. Except just... for the ones that the military do manage to shoot a few of them down. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they get out and there's, there's cameras there and so like... They, the military doesn't shoot down this like group of seven people that has gotten out of the quarantine. One of zone. whom happens to be a small child. The other one right. happens to be a government, uh, yeah, you know, government employee who they know, mm-hmm. who's who's been broad, you know, been doing Broadcast press conferences off. from right in front of this right. place. And yeah, it's uh, it looks it looks kind of like we're gonna have a happy ending, or 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 at least an upbeat one. So then the villainous woman Jonas's boss from last week shows up mm-hmm. and she's wearing her all white and her hair is all slicked back black and slicked back and she basically poo-poos your entire happy ending idea because she's oh, like yeah. um, some people snuck into the quarantine zone they were heavily contaminated and they all died oh and by the way the guy that works for me he thought he thought something was going on in the quarantine zone, so he heroically went into the quarantine zone, but he's been heavily contaminated. He might die. So, uh, we're doing our best. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise known as the government version of move along, please. Nothing to see here. And then it cuts to Jennifer, and she's lying on a hospital table in this completely black room with, like, just a light on her. Which is always a good way to wake up. Right. In a dark, empty space with one of those hospital lights shining down on you. And then you discover you're strapped down. Mm -hmm. And then the lights start coming on. And, like, I wonder if they have to do this every time. Like, whenever, like, the nurse, when the nurse comes in and just, like, you know, change her catheter and, like... (laughs) Hang on. Like, all the lights, they come on individually in these little, like, alcoves... And it's like random. The oh, yeah. lights come it's on completely visually, randomly. Visually, it's very cool. It's awesome. But 
Yeah. You just see the nurse going, hang on, just a minute. Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. As all the lights be, come please, on. Please be patient. Uh, It'll be a second. Yeah. So, so it's the government guy. Yeah. Like, he's kind of been the head, the head of the whole situation. He's the guy with the cool glasses, and he's been in the, he's done, we, most of the time we've seen him sitting inside a car. Right. And so he's just like, hi, Jennifer. How you doing? I would love it if you told me some stuff. Like, I just wish you would tell me anything that's happening. And and Jennifer's like, where's Jonas? Where's all those people? What's happening? And he goes, well, uh, the people that you were with, they were contaminated and they all died. And she's like, uh, but there was no contamination. He's like, and he's like, yeah. ah. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> and, uh, and then and she's Jonas like... Jonas is fine. Jonas is fine. Jonas his, is fine. Oh, we did have to put him in the mental institution, though. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> right. And then he goes, you should tell us everything you know, because we took down your website, and, you know, you obviously know some some things. We want to know how you found these things out, and we want to know what you know, like, really what you know. And she's like, no, I'm not going to tell you anything. She's, I'm not feeling particularly generous right <laughs> now. And he goes, oh, well, that's okay, because... I'm not 100% sure anyone knows you're here. And then he just walks away. <laughs> and that's the end of the that's, show. That's the end. The lights, all the creepy lights go back off, and then the light over her table goes off, and you just hear her scream for a second, and then it's over. And it is... And ending. And ending. And it actually is... The story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And it tells a complete story. The right. problem is is that there's some of these different unanswered questions that, strictly speaking, we've been programmed, quite understandably programmed, mm -hmm. that we should get those answers. Right. And if, you know, if this is, you know, looking at this as a pilot for something or as a piece of a larger story, it's actually a really intriguing, dramatic ending. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, there's nothing else right. at this point. So, um, but it's got, it's a... It's got so many different threads of places you could take it with. Right. I mean, you could literally pick up with any of these characters and run with a piece of a story mm -hmm. and bring the other characters in it. You know, like I said, even if you just started off with one of these actors. Uh, right. You, could, you wouldn't even have to ever readdress what happened. If, okay, so if you started off with the cop mm -hmm. a lot, what was his name? Levi. Levi. Getting out like of jail on parole from this murder charge, the murder he didn't commit. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't even have to... He wouldn't even have to think a second thought about what happened to Jennifer and Jonas. No, he, could pick up, he could pick up his own investigation, and he could, he could, you could, even, he could even find out what happened to them. You could write them out of the show mm -hmm. and have him go, I found a file that says they're dead! Yeah. Oh no! <clears throat> and that could, be, that could be it. I mean, it, Or you could pick it up with Jonas in the mental hospital. Mm. I mean, all of this stuff, there's all these different places you could take the story and come back to the central mystery. What happened on New Year's Eve? What are these creatures? Was there, in fact, a weapons lab underground? Mm. Or if it wasn't a weapons lab, what was it? Uh, what does the government know? What are they trying to find out? Mm -hmm. Why do they keep sending people in there that they think could be immunized from these things? Um what is the end goal? What is what are they what are they trying to accomplish? Right. In you know, what were they trying to accomplish? If it was actually part of a government 
project in the first place. Right. You know, what is, are these things, these things are getting outside the quarantine zone. How far is it reaching? I mean, there's all these different questions that could be answered uh, and stories to be played with that we don't get the answers to mm -hmm. tonight. So, but I don't know, I, I, I liked it. I liked it in terms of, and I like dark stories too. Yeah. I like, you know, if they... It reminded me, I said this, it reminded me a little bit of The, of the Pulse. Mm -hmm. Not the not the terrible remake with Kristen Bell and Ian Salmonholder. Oh right, yeah. But the original <laughs> J horror. Right, yeah. Because that was very like um, about the original Pulse was about how technology, all these things that we have, our phones and the internet and our computers, all these things that bring us closer together, are also a isolating us. Right. And in Japan, it's even worse than it is here because mm -hmm. their technology is, you know, even more advanced than what we get in America because they're developing it. Right. You know, and so they get it before we even see anything. And so they, they're, so it's basically how technology isolates us and mm -hmm. cuts us off from the people, even the people that are in our lives. And that the technology also brings to us, like the, everybody in our phone, you know, in our in our phone, the, the phone numbers that are in there, we don't even have to talk to them really. We just text all those people, right? Yeah. Um. So in in the pulse, the dead start using this technology to reach out to the living, to destroy them and make room for them to come back into the mm -hmm. world of the living. Um, and how? How did they... How did this happen? Don't know. What's... Is there a way to stop it? Don't know. The original pulse, the original Japanese pulse, mm -hmm. ends with uh, the main girl, the heroine, spoilers for a movie that's like 25 years old now, yeah. on a boat. With some people, and they're out in the middle of the ocean, and they think they're safe. But she goes to check on her boyfriend one day, the guy she escaped Japan, uh, Japan with, and and the same thing that has happened to all everyone else has happened to him. He's faded away into nothing. They don't have any. All they have on that boat is a radio yeah. that they've been using to try and reach out to other people. And so she's like, "Well, shit. she goes up on the deck." Stand, it ends with her standing on the deck of the boat after discovering that whatever is happening is there is she is not safe from it. Yeah, and this reminded me a lot of that. Like, what are the shadow creatures? Don't know. Where did they come from? I have no idea. Uh, are we safe? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I don't actually mind that. Um, I'm not bothered. I mean, yes, I would have. I would have much rather have had one more episode to get answers yeah or or that additional series to have, have yes. appeared because i think there's a lot of rich a lot of story to be told here. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different things you could be doing with it um it doesn't it doesn't feel like they wasted story ideas it just feels like we just got part of the story yeah so i don't know i i'd recommend it if you want moody you know admittedly slower paced than a lot of american television you know we talked about that mm -hmm. last week but it is you know it's got mood and texture and it's visually very interesting the performances are all really good right uh the only thing i would say i would i would suggest 
be very careful because it is slow. Yeah, I mean it's and you there is a possibility that you are going to uh, be very tired. But I'd say stick with it because because of the performances, because of the 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 visual texture of it mm -hmm. and the mystery. The mystery is interesting, even if you don't get the resolution that you'd like to have. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, I think it's an interesting it's an interesting premise and an interesting right. execution of it. Um, considering that some of the really crappy shows that have made it to full series, oh yeah, it's disappointing that this didn't hasn't turned into one yet. Or it could have just been a scheduling issue where they wanted to, but the actors went on to Game of Thrones and weren't available right, right. now, and so they decided to wait or whatever it is. Uh, so it'd be you know they're still they could still come back and tell this more of this story. Another really weird, dark um, show from Britain Kiss. that if you feel like you you want something similar to that again mm -hmm. is The Fades. Oh, yeah. It's only six episodes long. Right, and it... Uh, it uh... And that's another one where it's like the end of that is like, well... <laughs> Oops. Yeah. There's a steal. But it tells a story. It yeah. also tells a complete story. And it's actually really good, yes. I, there was talk about a second season that never came out of yeah. that, too. Well, that kid went on to be on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's right. It's a, yeah, it, that's a really good show. I definitely recommend that. Uh, Maya, I think, reviewed it for, yeah. for a sci-fi for me uh, ages ago. So when it, was, when it was new, as I recall. I think I was reviewing... Um, uh, for heaven's sakes, the American version of Torchwood. Mm. The terrible, terrible, terrible yeah, I remember American you hated that. And then when was, I watched oh, it year, like a year later, I didn't particularly like it either. Because it was terrible. It was yeah. terrible in every conceivable way. Well, okay, there were a couple good moments. But just moments. Anyway. There, you know, and every once in a while, John Barrowman like, puts out this, like, hey, I'll, I'll do Jack Harkness again. Just ask me back. Just ask me back. I, I would, think, yeah, no, I don't think it's gonna happen. No, probably not. Although it would be fun with a female doctor now to see what kind of dynamic it would get, mm. considering, you know, uh, Jack's. Does it have a pulse? Why can I buy it a drink? <laughs> uh, viewpoint. So anyway, anyway, thanks for listening to us this week. We, I think, it, I definitely would recommend uh, Residue if you're mm -hmm. interested in, in moody British science fiction slash horror. Indeed. Um, with yeah, with we, a caveat that it, it, it is a slower moving yeah. show. We have no idea what we're going to be watching this we week. We don't, because I, I looked at the schedule of what's coming out, and it, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead is probably not coming back until at, at the earliest April, based on historical, but it's probably going to be a summer show. Mm -hmm. And then uh, The Walking Dead comes back in October. What? Really? It's going to be well, October? No, no that, can't, we get... that can't be right, because we, I think we're... We're not. We're not at the end of the season, were we? Yeah, I think yeah. This is was just the mid-season finale. So yeah, this is all right. This is mid-season. We've got we've got a, probably a couple months away from from not coming back. You're right. right. It can't. It's we not till October. So, but there's still going to be a gap. They haven't. But they haven't announced what is coming back. Right. At all. Exactly. So, but we need to come up with some stuff to watch and and to talk about. So. I know one thing. Oh God! Zombies, just zombies. I made him watch the he trailer. Made me watch the trailer I made tonight. him watch the trailer and tonight. And I just want you all to know that I'm pretty sure that the Geneva Convention has laws against torture, and <gasps> this show is going to be so much pain. I'm very excited. I guys, this Disney zombies show looks. Oh, just Horrid. legitimately terrible. This looks so bad. Uh, and I realize that, that 
challenging the might of the mouse is is a tough thing in this day and age, but God, this looks awful. We will probably watch it and, and share its wonderful awfulness with you, because he's going to make me watch it. going to make you watch it. We're going to watch it with the children. Oh, You're going to have to come over the night oh, that it God. premieres. When is and that? me and the uh, February, something February 18th, right, it's well, a Friday. Well. You'll come over. We'll make a night of it. You'll watch it with me and the kids. Maybe have some other people over. Maybe Curtis we can get Oh, Curtis. God, no. This, this is something we want to get as many of our friends over to suffer with us. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's going to be... A lot of fun if we can all suffer suffer together. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, what we would like from you guys, those of you who listen to the show, we'd like a few things from you, uh, if you could be so kind. One, um, what do you want us to watch? Right. We would love to hear what you, you know what suggest, we do to... Suggest something. Yeah. You have a full week. Yeah. Well, not really, but you know. Close. You know, will you, you know what we do with our shows. We know what we do with, with how we review things. You've heard us do... Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, other shows you've heard us do movies. Um, what what do you want to hear us talk about? What show do you want us to sit there and go, what is this thing and why is it broken? And, <laughs> you know, so, what do you want us to nitpick? Exactly. Just, so let us know what you want would, would like us to talk about because we would love to have suggestions from you guys because there's a whole bunch of stuff coming out this year. I was going through a list of horror and the kind of genre stuff that we like uh, stuff that is coming out over the next year. There's a ton of it. And some of it looks really interesting, but a lot of it is going to come out this fall. Mm -hmm. So it's a ways away. And we enjoy doing this every week. Right. So I have I have the Netflix. I have Amazon Prime. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't have Hulu. I don't have Hulu either. But, so, we can, we can but that, Yeah, let us, let us know what you're interested in. That, on, on top of that, we would like it very much if you could do us a huge, huge favor. We don't get iTunes numbers. Right? So iTunes, iTunes jealously guards its data. And from some levels, that's really good. Because it's actually it's, it's consumer's data that it's jealously guarding. That's right. great. However, from our point of view, we can't tell how many people are listening to the show. They don't share that with us. Podcast.com, where, where the show lives, doesn't reflect iTunes downloads. Right? So we can't see how many people are listening. If you are listening to our show, if you could let us know, send us a, send us a note on Facebook, um, make a comment, do a comment on iTunes, do a comment on podcast.com, yeah. send us a message. Um, uh, Twitter, uh, Sci-Fi for Me has its own Twitter, I have my own Twitter, The, right. night, the night Dusto. Right, mine's uh, uh, Timothy Harvey. To, yeah, just send us a little, little we something. Would, we would love to hear from you. And you, you could use that to tell us what you want us to review, that'd be really mm -hmm. cool. But... Um, let us know. Let us know that you're listening to the show. That would be huge information for us because we, we want to know who is out there listening to us and, and hopefully if you're enjoying it. Right. Um, also, if you could share the show. If, you're, if, you're, if you've liked us on Facebook, if you're part of the Facebook uh, page, you know, a fan of the Facebook page, if you could share that with people. If you're listening to us and you've got a Twitter account, put it out in the world, etc., etc., um, the more people we have listening, the better it is. Uh -huh. uh, then we'd love to get our audience bigger. Just naturally, that's the sort of thing you want to grow an audience, right? Right. So, if you could do that, that would be that would be a huge help and and really fantastic. And uh, yeah, we'd like we'd like it if you would. Um, and if you like I said, if you have any suggestions, please let us know what you want us to talk about. Cool. Until next week. Yes. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.
This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2018 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. This is Sci-Fi For Me Radio. 